Welcome to Because We Love You, a podcast dedicated to helping you live a life of wellness. My name is Stacy, and this is my co-host, Jade. Hi, everyone. This week, we have a very special episode for Thanksgiving. We are going to be talking about how to have meaningful conversations. So go to our website, Because We Love You, spelled with just a U, dot com, and check out our show notes. And as always, we want to hear from you. So follow us on social media, Instagram or Facebook, and check out our episode on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Welcome to Because We Love You, a podcast focused on helping you understand mental health, human wiring, faith, and wellness. We hope you feel empowered and inspired to make changes in your habits and lifestyle. This podcast is hosted by best friends and hardworking professionals. College professor, Dr. Stacy Lepowski. And physician assistant, Jade Breback. Together they invite you into this community to share encouragement and hope with one another. Why? Because we love you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, friends. This is one of my favorite holidays because we don't have to worry about gifts. We get lots of food um, and we just get to hang out with our family and friends, which means so much. I love Friendsgiving. Yes. I wish we could have more of that. And we love good food and gratitude. We talked about gratitude last week. Oh, my favorite Thanksgiving food. Okay, I'm a big fan of stuffing, I must say. I know that's random, but you know I'm a dessert person, so definitely, um, I don't know, pumpkin pie? Interesting. I, I don't feel never, committed to that choice. but would have never picked that. So. <laughs> what but about welcome. you? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I really, you know, uh, yes, I do know. I, I do know. love white meat turkey so a little bit dry people like it but it doesn't have any fat on it yeah dipped in sweet potato casserole on top of a yeast roll oh oh rolls that's good very specific very specific (laughs) when i think about about thanksgiving and eating and food Mm, so good Okay, so the studio looks a little different today um, because we wanted to sit around the table for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and for our topic this week, which is how to have meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot and most meaningful conversations tend to happen when we are sitting around a table and we are yeah. eating and drinking and sharing good conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That's great. Yes. And today is a special day because we have a special guest, which is super exciting. So we're very excited to introduce you all to one of our friends, Harold Wyant, um, affectionately known by his friends and family as Shub. So welcome, Shub, to Because We Love You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Um, um, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you and, uh, you know, kind of explore uh, these ideas that we've discussed and kind of see if we can help folks out there. So we specifically picked Shub for this because he has made such an impact on our life with our conversations in the seven years that I've known him. Um, And I think he comes with some credentials to be able to talk about how to have a meaningful conversation. That's right. So Shub has a bachelor's degree in communications and has been in communications related fields, I guess you would call them, for many, many years. So TV, sales, currently a realtor in the triad. So local people. 
Come to uh, Sold by Shub on Instagram. Yes. Hashtag Sold by Shub or Harold Wyant, the realtor on Facebook. Awesome. So check him out. Um, but we're so excited to have him here today. One of our good friends, our, you know, our children are growing up together, which has been such a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we hang out with the Wyant family a lot. They're from Ohio, so have a special place in our hearts, certainly. It's so funny. You have so many friends from Ohio. I know. It's like I should have been born there yeah. and met you sooner. But you yeah. all come to me. You have found me. I'm just like yeah. the field of dreams. I've built it, and they come. And they That's come. Right. So right. shout out to our Ohio people out there. Yes. Right. They make um, the best friends, too. I, I do say. I mean, if you need to pick a friend, go to Ohio. Yep. I think go Brownies. I think that's true. Um, but you was born and raised in Ohio, moved to North Carolina about seven years ago. We've all been friends for about six years. Yep. Um, we call ourselves the Sexy Six. So. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, good yeah, times. If you see good us times. around. So we've had a lot of conversations with this fella yes. and his wife, his lovely wife, Rebecca. Um, and so I think he has, and he's made his life you you get you pay the bills with being able to talk to people yeah, right that's true that's absolutely so true so you feel like you're pretty good at this i, I like the, i mean yeah you got to have a talent for it to uh, be able to do sales and to communicate with people from different walks of life and obviously to get the job done you know you got to make sure that a lot of uh, parts go into buying and selling a home and people aren't familiar with it so it's my job to make that that as easy as possible and Part of it is making sure I use good communication and uh, put them at ease as best as possible. So I want to ask you a question. Tell me about a time where you didn't have it all together and you had a really awkward conversation where maybe the conversation didn't go the way you planned. Um, I can think of, uh, so I used to play college basketball uh, my freshman year. Um, I just actually around this time, Thanksgiving, um, way back when. And uh, I was in the game. I started the game, but I had a bunch of friends and family come to town. Uh, I had a friend who's in the military who was back from Italy. So it was a packed house. And I was just so thrilled that people were going to be, be able to see me play for the first time. So I'm in the game and I'm having a great first half. I score like 11 points. I hit a buzzer beater. At the end of the first half, I'm playing great. I'm so excited. It's going to be one of my best games of the season. <clears throat> um, well, for some reason, in the second half, the coach didn't play me at all. I don't know. It had never happened before. It hadn't happened since, but he didn't play me a single tick in the second half. And so game was over. Of course, I was disappointed. I had went back to the coach uh, well after the game downstairs near the locker rooms. And it was just me and him. And, you know, my intention, I was trying to make sure that I, you know, communicate to him. Um, what can I do better? You know, you know, of course, why was I not back in the game? But it came out like, Coach, what happened? Why wasn't it in the game? All my friends and family were there. And the coach just turned and looked at me and said, I don't care if Jesus Christ was in the stands. Don't you ever question why you're not playing, especially when we win. And that didn't go as, as planned. And, and it really was obviously very awkward. And I felt like a little teeny tiny mouse. And I just, uh, I never said that again, needless to say. I just, yeah. you know, I definitely didn't talk to him again like that. Um, but yeah, that didn't turn out the way I thought. You know, I thought I was going to be able to, Get some insight on how I could never let that happen again versus getting shunned and, you know, yelled at. That's a good thought because I think to have a meaningful conversation, both parties need to leave like they accomplished a goal or they, they are fulfilled. So I'm, I'm pretty sure both of you did not leave that way in that conversation. Um, no. So it, it didn't really um, get to your point. Um, and that's part of even what 
what research shows about having a meaningful conversation right. is your intention. Right. And you mentioned that your, your intention was good, mm-hmm. but it didn't come across mm-hmm. as no. good. Came across very selfish. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting, Shu, because it makes me think of the research that we looked at coming into this week from Better Humans out of a research group out of Florida. And one of the things they talked about was intention and that we all have intentions going into or should, right? When we go into a conversation and clearly your intention was not to call them out. Like, why didn't I get in the game? Right. right, right. The intention was how can I do better next time? And it didn't come out that way. Um, And so I think, you know, it's just interesting to think about intention. So when you go into a conversation, um, I don't know, what do you guys think about that? Do you think about the intentions of that? Or can you imagine how intentions may map on to what you get out of different people? Right. Yeah. I think for sure that it, it is something that kind of naturally is happening, but that we're not putting a name to it and yeah. we're not realizing that it is happening. I think for me personally, the intention that I put, I put them on different groups of people. And, um, you know, if I want to go deeper spiritually, I'm going to go to this group yeah. of this particular person or groups of people. If I want to have a really, really good time, I like put that intention on a certain, another group of people. Or if I want to just be, be a better me and for people to maybe even call me out or to do something, then I go to a different group. So I am putting those intentions on, uh, on people, but I didn't really name it as that. But I thought it was a great piece because when we're learning about this is, is we can't have a meaningful conversation if we don't, know what to expect what we are expecting out of it you go to different people for different things and and sometimes it's self-motivated for yourself sometimes it's to help them out and um, yeah mostly it's some way to kind of help ourselves it seems like and I think it puts people at a disservice if we are um, when we put certain intentions on certain people that's maybe why we're not leaving the conversation fulfilled or feeling like it's meaningful you know because they were never able to to fulfill that What do you think, Shiv, with um, your personal perspective, what are some of the intentions that you place, specific intentions that you place on people, like when you go into conversations with them? Well, you know, one thing is it's going to always depend on the setting, where I'm at. um, First off, first off, obviously, if it's business versus personal, I do play a lot of sports still and the interactions there go kind of all, all over the place. Um, you know, again, where there's business or just, uh, meeting someone for for the first time at church. Um, I know for me, when I'm first meeting someone, sometimes it does seem a little bit surface level that I'm really just trying to find a way that we might connect and can continue the conversation on. Um, and in some, and sometimes it's just, just to make sure I introduce myself and say hi and, you know, kind of hi and bye. Um, typically, um, I am looking for a deeper connection but it doesn't always come out that way. It doesn't always communicate that way. It doesn't always uh, end up with that result. Um, and then sometimes, you know, again, if you're talking to a friend that you've had forever, um, you can go to him with some, uh, I need some help. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to have a conversation about this thing that's bothering me. As a matter of fact, I actually had this specific thing happen. It makes me, uh, reminds me of something from last week. Um, I went to a Browns game a couple weeks ago. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Yeah. 100%. Shout out again to our mm-hmm. Ohio people. That's right. <laughs> um, and a buddy of mine who was actually going to host and have our family there um, had said some things to me over the phone that were, that kind of bothered me. I, I, I really was kind of ticked off about what he said. And it happened again. 
And it was, you know, a few weeks later, but we we're making this big giant plan. And then finally, uh, two days before we're getting ready to go, he tells me, you know, can you make other plans about where you're going to stay? And of course, I, we've been planning this for weeks. Now, all of a sudden, I've got to make a different plan uh, on one night, on, on the big night, actually, the night before the game. And so I had to really think on this, like, I'm, I, I, am, I, am I tripping? You know, am I mad about something that, that I shouldn't be mad about? So I had to call another friend who we're all really close and ask, this is what's happening. What do I do? Am, am, am I way off here? Am I reading this right? Or it just gets get some help for myself so I don't actually end up destroying a relationship by going directly at them with my issue. So you can um, have intention for resolution, intention for advice. So you, exactly. one relationship, you had attention for advice yes. and then you had to have another conversation About that resolution. had yep. resolution. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to note because we all, like when we think about having meaningful conversations, we tend to go towards the conversation that leads you feeling wonderful and uplifted and yeah. purposeful and that fulfills all of our needs. But maybe there are some conversations out there that just need, that are hard. Hard, and they don't always leave you feeling exactly like like butterflies inside, right. but they need to be had because you right. did want to um, keep that friendship, and you right. wanted to make sure that not out of a fleeting feeling right. that uh, right. that that you ruin something really good. So I think that 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 is actually a really good yeah. I love that. Intention. I think that's super important. Like that conversation doesn't always have to make us feel good to be meaningful. And I, you know, it reminds me also of a friend that we have, Sarah, who we go to when we maybe are talking about something that can be controversial, mm -hmm. right? And of course you don't want to be in an echo chamber and just go to people that believe the, th the same things you do. And we, um, you know, don't necessarily always line up on things about, uh, you know, politics or social issues or, um, you know, even scripture, stuff like that. And, but we always have this desire to go to her because mm -hmm. it's like, I want to hear what she would say. And I think that's mm -hmm. so important. And sometimes those don't feel good because they're, you know, saying something that you don't necessarily agree with, but it's so helpful to listen to those other perspectives, especially when that person can be respectful and, you know, has thought about it and has done the, their research too. Um, you know, that can be really meaningful, but not necessarily feel like warm and fuzzy. Right. I think that's an intention of stretching. Like I think mm. now that I can put a name to it, it's like I go to her when I want to be stretched, when yeah. I want my, my, my mindset to not be so in a box. And isn't yeah. that such a beautiful thing to be? Absolutely. And I think that like this can become very overwhelming. Like when you really start to think about it, you're like, mm. what's my intention? What's my intention? Like I, I need to know. Yeah. Um, but I think it really comes down to our basic needs, right? Yeah. And so there's a, a, psych, a psychology principle about the hierarchy of needs. Yeah. And um, we were looking at this this week. So talk yeah. about it a little bit. Yeah, Stacey. we had a little conversation about it because Maslow is a little controversial within the psychological world. So we're not saying it's a perfect model, but we thought about it as an interesting model to consider the needs that we have. So if you haven't learned about Maslow before, it's kind of a theory of motivation and behavior. And if you look at the lower levels, there are things that we all need to meet first. And if we can't generally, if we can't meet those first, we can't think about higher level needs. So things like, you know, our physiological needs are on the bottom. So sleep and um, food and water, right? Like if we don't have access to clean water or food, like we can't think about being a better human or helping other people, right. you know? So that's kind of the basic. And then you move up to other things like safety, um, you know, in times I think about like after 9-11, like people weren't worrying about their self-esteem. We were worrying about how do we make right. our safety families was, was feel priority. safe, right? Mm -hmm. That becomes a priority. 
And then it moves up to other things like love and belongingness, of course, self-esteem needs, and then very high level psychological needs like self-actualization, transcendence. Um, so, you know, there's some debate about does it really always go in that order? Of course it doesn't. And are we missing some needs? And and things like that. But interesting in terms of thinking about what we get out of conversations and even in a, in a broader context, relationships with other people. Yeah. I definitely think that if you look at that pyramid, those are the things we go to when mm -hmm. we're looking for fulfillment or meaningful conversation, we're yeah. trying to fulfill the things on that, tri that triangle, yeah, yeah. the pyramid. So mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. So intention is really cool, but there's another principle in meaningful conversation. Um, and it is mindfulness. And you've actually mm -hmm. heard this before because there have been plenty of conversations that we've had on how being present and yeah. mindfulness is so important in our everyday life, mm -hmm. being happy and having connection and whatnot, but it's also in communication. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? What does being present look like for you? Well, and to, obviously it's 2021. Um, what happens a lot with people is you see this, and mm -hmm. they are on their phones and they're distracted. Um, and we all get distracted. But um, for me, if, if I'm trying to have a meaningful conversation with someone, first of all, I want to make sure I'm giving them my, my presence. I'm yeah. here. I'm in the conversation with you. I'm not off in, in the, into the distraction world. I'm looking you in the eye. Um, if I really am conscious of it, I'll try to smile. Uh, I'll try to give off all of the uh, nonverbal cues that I'm engaged. I'm facing your direction. I'm turned yeah. in, you know. So body um, language. Body so being language. mindful is body language, yep. how, what you're giving that. off. Yep. And, and, there's, and there's also good listening, asking questions, mm -hmm. making sure that, um, you're looking to get more back, like a ping pong game, like a ping pong match. You know, it's not yeah. just me talking, it's me listening, engaging, and then coming back with conversations that further it forward, not taking the conversation 10 times back. And if it's good ping pong, you're not waiting to speak. Yeah. You know, you're, you're listening and well, speaking. I think that's an interesting point because mindfulness to me, and maybe the part that I struggle with the most is I feel like my mind is always going to the next thing, going mm -hmm. to the next conversation. And I'm, I'm, I like have this priority. So sometimes when people are talking, even though I do value, I want to value what they're saying. Yeah. I still, my mind's going to, well, what's the next step? What's the next fun thing? Right. I do this yeah. a lot. I'm like, we'll be at small <laughs> and we'll be at small group. And I'll be like, okay, but I really want to have that element. I want, my yeah. intention <laughs> is to have fun and we haven't had fun yet. Like we, yeah. we've prayed together. We've, touched each other we've eaten <laughs> like we've done all of these <laughs> all of these things but we haven't had fun yet right. or yeah. maybe we've had fun but we haven't done this thing and it's yeah. like okay well how do I get everybody on board with that and but sometimes I'm missing the moment and I think mindfulness yeah. is saying I'm where you are right. wherever whatever you're talking about I'm in your thoughts I'm not thinking yeah. my thoughts I'm where you are. And yeah. that's so hard. And we've all had those experiences where you can tell you're in a conversation with someone and they're just trying to get their point across. And it's like, are you even listening to me? And then of course we've, we're always on the other side of that or regularly where we're like, I just want to say this thing. Right. Stop talking. <laughs> can I please have a turn? Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah. I think if you're always driving, then you never really go 
flow with the river. Um, yeah. that's, that, that's something that um, my sister-in-law, her, her father says all the time. She's like, Jay, Jay, Jade, he's from Brazil. And so he's just very, he like feels everything. He's just like, flow with the river, flow with the river. <laughs> and good. I just like, he's taught me a lot because yeah. it's like, I want to drive the river or paddle down yeah. straight the river. Yeah. I don't want to flow with the river. So mindfulness is, yeah. is saying, let's just flow. Where, yeah. where did that conversation, what did that piece, huh? And it may even yeah. cause you to think. So I think mindfulness in that way can be very important. What about yeah. you, Stacey? How have you seen mindfulness or what does it look like for you? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I, body language, as we already talked about, is huge that you're looking at me, that we're, you know, nodding to each other and, and that you're just saying things that are relevant to what we're talking about. Like things that I can tell that you're, you're really considering the things that I'm saying. Adding to the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Giving that, that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Something else too with that, when it comes to your relationship at home, if you're married, your spouse or significant other, it's, I think it's hard for us to have those kind of, that kind of communication, mindful communication with every conversation Mm, comes home from work, wants to tell you the story Mm -hmm. about her day. You've got something else on your mind. They need to have that conversation because now they're home with the person they can complain to it with. And sometimes you're off somewhere else Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about the next thing, getting dinner on the table, the kids' homework's not done, things like that. Having an agenda. Like having an agenda in the conversation is the opposite of mindfulness because Mm -hmm. you're not where the conversation is. You've already set your agenda. So um, I find that with when people have somewhere else to be or something else to do that I can sense that I'll be talking to him. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're, you've given me five minutes of time. It's clear. I'm like, I don't even like, we have no room for growth, right? Like, let's just get down to the, down in the dirty because we're not going anywhere from him. That's where I like, like at, um, when, when people are hanging out and stuff, I like it when they have no other plans. Like if I ever know that, like you've got some, so we can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I know you have somewhere to be, or if I know we've got to be home by midnight, that, that feels limiting. It feels like I can't, um, fully be there with you. Cause I want to know that if it's one o'clock and yep. we're having a really good time, let's keep hanging out. Yeah. I think that's a good practice too, is if when, when you're, when you know you're short on time, you know, either don't answer that call, yeah. text them back and let them know you'll call them back later when you have more time or just say yeah. so when you're talking to them right away. You know, yeah. it's, it's something I think, you know, makes for better communication, enhances a relationship. If you are limited, be respectful of their time too, and let them know yeah you know, hey, this isn't the best time, and then you'll get that meaningful conversation that you're looking for yeah. the next conversation. Yeah, and even just, yeah, be upfront, right? Like, mm-hmm. I really care about this, and I want to help you with this. I'm running into a meeting, but let's let's talk later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy as that. It's yep. easy as that, right? Yep. So yeah. mindfulness is so important when we're trying yeah. to get meaningful conversations. The third principle of um, Better Humans when they did research was curiosity. Mm-hmm. And so what does that mean in a conversation to you? So when you're thinking about these conversations, how is being curious creating a meaningful conversation? Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, thinking about growth and learning is one thing. Like, what can I learn from this other person? Um, you know, trying to imagine what life would be like or um, what their perspective would be like, right? I think that's a value of having friendships with different people who fulfill these different needs or have different intentions is like, I can learn something that about something that I haven't gone through. Um, and I think that maybe just open, being open to growth and um, I think that curiosity will come through. Um, exactly. Yeah. With that. It, it, it's a part of being empathetic. 
Yeah. Um, and then that curiosity also looks like asking questions. Yeah. You know, when you're having that conversation, you're engaged with someone and you're listening, you're, again, it might be over the phone versus face to face where yeah. you have to give eye contact and nonverbal cues and all that kind of thing. You haven't, you're listening to someone actively. You're not necessarily thinking of the next question. You're engaged and let that question kind of come to you to, mm. to again, I'm curious about what you're talking about. I want to know more about what it is. But and actually so, want to know. Right. And I act, and actually, exactly. And actually want to know. So it's, I'm engaged. Because that is the worst. That is the worst. When somebody asks me a question and I think that they really want to know, and I start to pour my heart out, and I realize they're on their phone or Uh, that they have someplace to be, or they gave me, I literally poured my heart out, and they're like, "Yeah, that's cool." Yeah, nothing. Oh, there's yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, I just like I almost probably can't even come back from friendship at that. Like when you do that, like it's over. It's like okay, that was really. I mean, I just was very vulnerable, and that was not received. So, but that also teaches you too. You know, this is someone I cannot come to with these things. You got to kind of find those friends and those, those relationships that allow those different intentions and different opportunities to have meaningful conversation to come through. You know, you, you learn through time who those people are and, you know, Hey, I can, I can talk to you about what's really happening in my heart or ask questions to help me. I think curiosity, um, that element of a conversation is really good in awkward conversations or conversations where you don't know what the next step is mm-hmm. um, because it's a way to show that I do want to get to know you, but I don't like this. I don't know where we're going with this and just mm-hmm. asking those open-ended questions to get to know them and really listen. So I think it is, I, I even told my daughter this, um, she went to an event, she didn't know anyone and um, she was like, how am I going to get to meet people? How yeah. am I going to get to connect? And I, um, and even she even told me that she was like, I think I should just ask them questions. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think I should just ask more about them. I'm like, or, or compliment and pick out something yeah. about them that, because what, what is the best way for us to connect is to build other people up, yeah. you know, and to say something that we appreciate about them. Cause immediately, immediately I feel like they break down barriers right. and walls. They're like, uh, oh, oh, okay. I've, I've got a story for not, that. This is not judging. I've got a story for that. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie 40 year old version, 40 year old virgin with Steve Carell and his friend's advice on how to meet a woman was to literally ask her questions. Nothing yeah. else. Answer nothing. <laughs> yeah. I feel Only like I have ask seen her it, questions. Yeah, I've seen it. So, so funny. So funny. And he doesn't matter what she says. She'll ask him, what are you into? What are you into? You know, where do you work? Where do you work? All the way until, because she now is like, he cares. He's engaged. He's listening. Yeah. He cares about me. He wants to know more about me. He does that the entire time and it works. So, I mean, that's a funny story, though. Check it out if you haven't seen it before. But, um, yeah, that's true. I mean, when you're asking questions of people, Mm -hmm. I mean, it does show that you're paying attention, you're empathetic, you want to know more about them, and, you know, it it creates a a closer relationship. Yeah. So curiosity, right? Good. Ask questions, be engaged. But if we pull all this together, so have intention in conversations, um, you know, be mindful about how we're engaging with others and then also be curious. So if we pull all of this together for like the practical take home advice, right? What does a meaningful conversation look like? What do we need to focus on? Just a quick kind of list of things we can do. Um, you know, smile, ask questions, be empathetic, be Mm. vulnerable. Yes. Um, you know, try to make good eye contact, good nonverbal, just be a conscious listener and not be waiting for your turn to speak. Yeah. Think of questions as you can. You know, it's hard to do. You say, you know, don't think as you're listening, but 
obviously, you know, you want to ask questions that probe deeper, open-ended, things like that. Yeah. And share stories. You know, I was listening to a podcast just yesterday about the power of stories and how, you know, we're thinking about, of course, around the Thanksgiving table, even if you want to avoid it, probably some controversial things might come up about politics or vaccines or COVID. And, um, you know, the point of the podcast was that people, although we should be as a scientist, this drives me crazy. We're not necessarily swayed by facts, by data, right? Even if it's all out there and we can say, look, the evidence points here, people actually change their mind, their beliefs, um, when they hear a personal story that they connect to. Because you can't, I think it's because you can't, um, fight that and like our empathy and we're like, no, that really happened. That was their perception yeah. that really yeah. happened to them. And how could we say that that didn't matter or that right. that didn't change anything? Um, yeah. for me personally though, I think not being afraid of the tension, um, yeah. of conversations, not, and, and not being afraid, not just the tension, but not even being afraid to address the goodness of the conversation. Right. I think I don't want to leave my conversations with people wondering, how does she feel about me? No, yeah. if you made me feel amazing, then yeah. be like, I really love talking with you today. Yeah. I really loved running with you today. Yeah. I really love that we went to this place and we had this experience together. Or, you know, that was a really hard conversation. And yeah. I, you know, I know you're going through a lot and I know it didn't, maybe it didn't feel good mm -hmm. right now, but I'm so glad that we were able to connect. So I think the awareness of, it doesn't always have to look perfect. Right. Yep. And it doesn't always have to leave us feeling with butterflies inside. Yeah. Right. But that the meaningful part of it is that we grew mm -hmm. or connected yeah. in a way that um that good or bad, we, we just grew as a person. So yeah. I think that's extremely important. And I think that's yeah. where stories really do come into yeah. I I do have a question with that too. Maybe it helps the audience. If you're at the table and those mm -hmm. tough conversations do come up. Mm -hmm. uh, what would be a good way to, um, and you're, and you're not interested in having the conversation. How do yeah. you diffuse that? How do you move on? How do you get away mm, from that? Yeah. You know, that's something to think about or maybe something that we can answer. I don't know. Yeah. So you don't want to engage. It's right. something that maybe I, feels too, it, it's, it's, it's too, it's, it's too tough because yeah. it's, it's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. You're going to sit there and someone's going to yeah. bring up something. And maybe that uncle that says something that's like, mm. he always does this. Yeah. How yeah. How do you deal with that? I mean, I think just being open, honest about that, like, hey, you know, like I respect your opinion, but you know, today let's just focus on family That's and good. gratitude. That's what right. today is for. And like, I would love, you know, to be able to sit down and have that conversation with you. So maybe staying open to it, but recognizing now's not the time. Like our kids are here. I haven't seen grandma in three months. Like, let's not have it out about this issue right now. Right. I think controversial conversations tend to happen better when they're one-on-one, -on -one, you right. know, we don't need a yeah. whole group of people to get teams because let's be honest. I mean, I'm a pretty loyal person. So if you cut her, you cut me. You that's know? True. If you cut, that's true. And I mean, like, I'm going to take, yeah. I'm going to take your side and then yeah. I'm going to get very passionate. And that's just not, that's not the place for that. It's so not productive. If, if it's going to, if it's going to be tension filled, maybe that is a conversation. Let's, let's go to coffee, you know, yeah. let's go to here. Let's not get people. Yeah battling right keep it positive yeah, yeah and I think that's a way we can all grow right because I think about when I have those conversations I want to have them with people who I feel are open to discussion who are right. not just there to make you believe what they believe right. Right? right and we can all do better at that like going into a conversation about listen I believe this way my intention is not to change your mind my intention is to share why I think the way that I think and to try and understand why you think what you think. Perfect. Right. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
So, and it's beautiful. Beautiful. You can do that. Absolutely. And not take it as a personal assault. That's right. Yeah. When somebody doesn't believe right. the okay way. It's okay to share, share an opinion. Um, yeah. You know, you just do it respectfully and, yes. and know that the, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not, like you said, I'm not trying to change your mind. Yeah. This is how I feel. And if we're able to change your, each other's mind through meaningful stories and great. Yeah. But if not, you know, that's okay too. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm here to listen, but maybe not this topic right now. Let's do mm-hmm. this. Let's, let's push this off. Call me, mm-hmm. call me when I'm back home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. So this Thanksgiving, we hope that you enjoy time with family and friends. Um, Focus on gratitude, as we talked about last week. So that's an easy way to have a meaningful conversation with your family around the table. Like, just go around and tell everyone what you're thankful for. Um, So that's your challenge this week. Uh, Be open, be vulnerable, tell your story, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear it. We'll try it, too. Try and tell you how it goes. We will. So. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat lots of food. Post some pictures. I'm not really one to post food pictures, but if you yeah. if you take my recipe, the whole sandwich thing, dipped in the sweet potato casserole, yes. I would love Tag us in it. Hashtag Jade's favorite <laughs> Thanksgiving food. Um, but yes, we want meaningful conversations for you this week. And we talk about all this because, because we, we love you. you. You've been listening to the Because We Love You podcast. Join us next time for more encouragement and hope as we pursue a life of wellness together. Why? Because we love you.